Harry Potter is enrolled in a photography class to learn how to take better dick pics, and his professor is Draco Malfoy? Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth are directing a Titanic exhibit, and Jon Snow is the security guard? Tony Stark is producing a dating show on a tropical island, and all the Avengers are the contestants? There is no way stories like this exist. And there is no way three best friends would read them and put their reactions out for the world to hear. I mean, no one would do that, right? Guys? I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And, and this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Also, it's Willem. It's Willem Dafoe. Oh, Willem. That's right. But if you're calling in, it's a William Dafoe. So. <laughs> it's a William. <laughs> you might know Willem Dafoe, but we're talking about William Dafoe. Oh, yeah, it is. Is it spelled Willem like W-I-L-L-A-M? No, E-M. E-M. Oh, interesting. Oh, God. I said it wrong in the group, too. Oh, killed my own joke. Yeah, somebody corrected me. But then it says Willem Dafoe, but then- Wikipedia begins by saying, William James Defoe. Oh, he was like, I'm going to differentiate myself by calling myself Willem. Hmm. kind of like that. There's a drag queen named Willem that got um, kicked off Drag Race for having sex with like her boyfriend in the hotel. Oh, why? Why would that matter? You're not allowed guests or visitors or anything. Oh, oh, oh. You guys, he did change it. His father's name is William. He didn't want to go by Billy or William Jr., so he experimented with different nicknames until a friend started calling him Willem, and it stuck. No friend started calling him that. He started calling himself that. Like, it's so close to William. Like a Southern friend. Hi, Willem. And he was like, I like that. Willem. That, no, no one tried that out. I don't think that counts as a nickname. I legitimately reject the fact that that's a nickname. That is so phonetically similar. That's also a vague enough story that no one will ever be able to run that by said friend. It sounds like a mistake. He did it and he's punting responsibility for that choice to a generic made up friend. Shirking. Yeah. It sounds like someone just slipped it. Although I do like Willem. My friend just started calling me that and actually changed the spelling of my (laughs) name too. And I said, oh, all right, fine. Do we have any? It's the finale. It's the finale. Yeah, last up. Well, should we just start? Do we do a kickoff? Are we doing a real kickoff? Should we just start recording the whole thing? And then- oh yeah, I thought we were starting. Just a roast of Willem <laughs> Dafoe. <laughs> a roast. It's a roast, Allie. Burn it all down. We're leaving. We're burning it all to the ground. Yeah, leave it all on the sticky table. How many times do you think I need to change my? Like, if I change my AirPods every minute, do you think eventually it'll all catch up? No, maybe. No. Like if these are, if, like if it, if it takes one hour to charge for eight hours is one minute, eight minutes. So if I put one in for eight minutes, put it on my ear. And then swap. It's not bad logic. Swap it. Then it has seven minutes and it keeps adding like 15 minutes at a time. That is not bad logic. Let's see. (laughs) My heart rate will be racing this entire finale. Yeah. What's it like to have anxiety for 50 minutes straight? (laughs) It's a Danny biography. Let me t- <laughs> let, let, let me tell uh, Danny on a first date. Like, I think this is your favorite mode of operation. I think this is your, um, like, living on the edge. This is your extreme sport. Running late is your extreme sport. Mm, the sweet <laughs> Ooh, rush. It really is. All right. Well, it's the finale, and I'm really excited. 
How are you guys feeling? What a sex marathon this has been. On the roof, in a closet, in a bed, on the floor. So many ways to bone. Who would have thunk it? I hope they have a, to take a train ride somewhere. <laughs> Set on the subway? I feel like, like Spider-Man specifically is a lot on the subway, right? Yeah, because it's New York. Yeah, he's in Queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's just like a lot of subway stuff in New York in general. And we haven't had any train sex, have we? No, not yet. Not in this season and not in this podcast. Murder that pussy on the Orient Express. (laughs) Add it to the fuck it list. (laughs) (laughs) The little engine that came. (laughs) Oh, train joke. I was trying to think of like planes, trains, and automobiles and working in motorboating as like another, uh, but he didn't motorboat. Trains, planes, automobiles, (laughs) and and motorboats. Thomas the fuck engine. (laughs) Thomas the running a train engine. Thomas the spank engine. <laughs> that's better. Um, guys, that's great. So do we have any predictions? I know that they were, I mean, we, this can sort of beautifully segue into the blowdown that they were putting on condoms and she was getting on all fours. That's where we sort of left off. Yeah, well, we're definitely going to have doggy style. I mean, Puffin made a cameo <laughs> to announce it officially last episode. She got on all fours. <laughs> Puffin, you're cute. <laughs> so we're going to get doggy style, I think, this episode. And then, yeah, end with a bang. We haven't had sex yet here. So slow build. Well, we've had oral sex. Yeah, lots of oral. Yeah. And also, as you can imagine, our phone lines were not ringing off the hook with Willem Dafoe impressions. So thank you to the one listener who called in with a great Willem Dafoe impression And to another listener who actually wrote in a really funny story that I um, read on the pod at the very end as well. So you called in our William DeFone line. His legal name is William, as we mentioned in the start of this. Legally, we're not allowed to say either. Exactly. Legally, we do not own the rights to William or William DeFone or DeFone, a cease and desist. So we've got a hilarious impression from Kristen and an amazing story from Amy that I'm going to read, and we are going to tack those on to the end of the episode. What a way to close out this season. Gosh. I cannot think of a better way. Nothing sexier, honestly. Nothing. (laughs) The highest of highs. The climax of all climax. Wow. So, yeah, Uh thank you for calling in. This is just the best. We'll endorse Mm -hmm. you for your role on season 20, episode 7. Uh, of the thing as a podcast for <laughs> William Defoe impressions. Yeah. <laughs> if any future bosses need to call us, we can confirm that you did. Uh, can verify. Yeah. Um, but this has been so much fun. Before we get into it, I just think that we should give all of our jizz to Spider-Man Homecoming and Spidey's MJS. This has been such a sexy, funny story. So funny. So good. And I love the Hoetry Club. And I just, it has been a dream. So I can't, besides Doggy Style, I... I hope that they have a bunch of kids when they want to at the end of this and, you know, they have the rest of the life together as MJ has been envisioning. I really hope the roommates come home. I hope the Hoetry Club is there or something. Yeah, I want them to make an appearance. I was going to say, similar to what you just said, I was wondering, do you think that Peter's going to end up in the Hoetry Club now? Like, does he get an unofficial invite or do they come home and do they do like a live poetry slam? I'm like, what are we, (laughs) how are we ending this thing? We don't know. Right. We don't know. Uh, I forgot to say, I was watching TV and one of the commercials was on for a new TV show on MTV. I'll try and remember, but it's like a rap battle. And so one of the people rapping had a line. He goes something like, I might be a spider, but I got nine legs. Oh. That was a large penis. That's a great line. It was wonderful. 
That's, so maybe Speeder uses extra leg. It really it feeds back to our itsy bitsy spider. <laughs> Another sexy anecdote we made climbing up the water spout. So now we've ruined Thomas the Tank Engine, the itsy bitsy spider. Danny ruined Barney with his uh, Music League from last week. Oh, yeah. We should say Music League. That's right. Danny, were you? T- I think you were top three with your- With Clean Up, Clean Up, Everybody Everywhere? Clean Up, Clean Up. <laughs> I voted for that one. I thought it was hilarious. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, last week's standing. So first place still, obviously, Miss Allie Lefevre by 900 points. <laughs> um, second place, Diana. Third place, Michaela. And for this round, that's overall, for this last round, the top results were, number one, I Can Hear the Bells um, from Hairspray, submitted by Sophie. Number two, Let's Get Married by Kristen Davis. Yeah, good. Number three, Take Me Home Tonight by Michaela. Great. And then I was number four, Clean Up, Clean Up Everywhere. Okay, okay. So good. I tried to submit Take Me Home Tonight. That was the one I, wasn't quick enough though. So Michaela, ha, ha. All the wedding ones made me laugh really hard though. Yeah, I voted for all of those. Yeah, they're so good. So good. What a fun game. Well, let's find out what playlist this makes. And then, yeah, you'll get a week to submit it and then we'll do like all the top stuff at the end. Great. It's great. Okay. Blow it down. I mean, the blowdown, I basically did it. They're hooking up and they're putting on a condom and she got down on all fours. That's really it, right? Yeah, that's right. They just mid hookup and this is sort of like, it's all coming together. They went back to her room. The setting is, he's putting on a condom. She's on her bed on all fours and the rest is history. I feel like that's an aggressive way to start an initial hookup. To have sex for the first time, starting in doggy style. Oh, this isn't their initial hookup. Are you kidding? They've been hooking up for like nine hours. On the roof. Yeah, that's right. But for penetration, doggy style for the first insert, I mean, hey, no one's judging here. Just saying. Did she say, "How? what do you want me to do? Yeah. I think she like asked him something like that. She prompted him, I think. I think it was like, get on all fours. And she was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's like, get on all eights. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he's like, I mean, fours. Yeah, I'm not. What? I've never. No. <laughs> okay, Allie's reading. I say we do it. All right. I'm going to close it out in as nasally of an accent as I can. <laughs> Allie, the brunette. <laughs> she looks European, but she sounds Midwest. Ooh, what an anomaly. Plot twist. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Just like that, he murmured appreciatively when she arched her back, one of his hands splaying across, sliding down to smooth over the curve of her hip. So good. That's my favorite Sex in the City reboot. And just like that. <laughs> that. It got renewed for a second season, by the way. I saw that. Ugh. She nearly choked on a gasp, cursing when he swiped a finger through her slick folds. Hey, slick folds. We haven't heard those in a while. Aww. Cute. Collecting her wetness and spreading it over himself, the head of his cock brushed her entrance, teasing, sliding up to press against her clit. Peter, his name came out in another frustrated huff as she wriggled her hips impatiently. God, just fuck me already. Peter. (laughs) Peter? I'm hearing it as Lois, not Willem. I know, that's how I heard it in my head. I'm hearing, Peter? God, just fuck me already. Peter? When she looked back at him again, his bottom lip was caught between his teeth, the corner of his mouth twitching upward. His chuckle was airy and light, boyishly charming even, yet it was somehow one of the raunchiest sounds MJ had ever heard. He held her gaze, lovingly smoothing over her hip. Since you asked so nicely, 
And when he finally slid into her slowly, as to give her time to adjust, she had to break that eye contact, gasping softly. The stretch would be killer if she hadn't already been so wet and ready for him. Oh, not so itsy bitsy spider, (laughs) as we predicted. (laughs) As she'd been for the entire night, to be honest. Or if he hadn't already made her come twice. Eyes screwed shut, her head rolled forward, lips parted as he filled her inch by inch. The warm weight of his cock twitching inside her. Part of her wish she could watch him as he fucked her, that she could see him when he came undone. But then, as he gave a slow, experimental thrust, both of his hands holding her hips, it didn't seem to matter all that much anymore. Funny. (laughs) Funny how life is. (laughs) She's so um, emo while she's having this, like, very sexual experience. (laughs) She's like, the night's not long enough. It's funny how I would like to watch myself and be myself at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) She's so introspective. She's, like, having all these, like, poetic thoughts. Funny. Hmm. Life is interesting. Is God real? (laughs) (laughs) Do you think soulmates really exist? (laughs) He's like, can we just... (laughs) He gave a few more slow, lazy, yet deliberate thrusts, but she could feel the tension, the tightness in his body, how he seemed to be holding himself back. It was in the way his fingers were digging into her skin, no doubt leaving marks that would be a faint, pretty shade of purple in the morning. The way each breath shook as he buried himself into her cunt. A little faster, yes. Gradually, he picked up his pace, steady as he fucked her, coaxing soft moans from her that she somehow knew he was grinning at. Waves of heat pulsed through her, face burning, her jaw going slack at the lewd sound of skin on skin, of his breathy, filthy curses. You feel so fucking good. The roughness in his voice made her insides twist pleasantly, his hand reverent as it ran up and down her back. So wet. His words had her clenching around his cock and he sucked in a breath, tightening his hold on her. Sorry, she found, however, that she was the opposite of sorry. Fuck, no, you're perfect. Peter exhaled shakily, grunting when she did it again. His crooked grin was audible as he leaned over her, Audible reminds me of the type of podcast everyone wished this was. <laughs> Sponsored by <laughs> just audible stories of fan fiction with no commentary. <laughs> um, <laughs> stop to make a comment and you lose your place in the story. <laughs> That's the lesson. That is the lesson. I'm like, you guys don't want to hear erotica and then be interrupted by a nursery rhyme? That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. It's a sad life you lead. Eat it, Audible. <laughs> yeah. His crooked grin was audible as he leaned over her, one hand holding himself up while the other snaked around her hip. Dipping down to scrub at her clit, his voice low in her ear, so good for me. He punctuated each word with a hard thrust, with increasing pressure on the bundle of nerves at the apex between her thighs. The muscles in her arms twitched and burned. The effort from holding herself up while getting thoroughly fucked became too much as she melted down into the mattress with a broken moan of his name. Peter! (laughs) Her eyes rolled back, her hands twisted in the sheets as she buried her face into her pillow. And still, she begged, harder. And thank fucking God he could follow directions because most of the men MJ had been with had not known the difference between that and faster. Shifting her hips ever so slightly, he found a new angle as he roughly snapped his hips into hers that had her mouth hanging open, her brow furrowing, her muscles fluttering around him as she met his thrusts, edging closer and closer to her climax. Right there, fuck, yes, don't stop. Honestly, Peter was a godsend, truly a divine being because he listened. His pace stayed steady and hard, relentless as he pounded into her, as he scrubbed furiously at her clit. His lips fell to her shoulder, leaving messy, heated kisses over her burning skin. Wait, Peter said, 
All the air was sucked from her lungs when he suddenly slowed, and for a moment, she thought she might hate him. I left something at the bar. <laughs> I left the bar unlocked. I didn't lock the door. I didn't lock the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a wine laced with frustration and lust that she had no control over spilled from her when he pulled out, and she was about to turn around and chew him out when, want to see your face? Oh. The way her heart seized yeah. at his words, the way a different kind of warmth flooded her chest, it was nobody's business but her own. She was immediately taken back to earlier that evening in the supply closet. He guided her onto her back, wrapping her legs around his waist and plunging into her again, setting the same pace as before. Each roll of his hips as he fucked her brought her closer to that space again, the head of his cock brushing that spot inside of her so well, too well. Her hands found purchase in his hair, clutching and twisting roughly as she moaned openly. Everything around them was a blur. Everything except the feeling of his skin against hers, the wet sounds of her arousal as he pumped in and out of her, the surprising gentleness of his lips pressing to the side of her face before sliding with hers hungry and wanting. It was funny how such a basic human function like breathing became impossible when he was kissing her like that. Their focus slipped soon, however, as he hiked one of her legs higher, deepening his thrusts in a way that had them both moaning into each other's mouths. Peter pulled back, chest heaving. Can you touch yourself for me? He whispered hotly, lips and teeth trailing along the underside of her jaw, like you did on the roof when you had your tongue all over me. Everything that came out of that filthy mouth of his had her clenching around him, her head falling back against the pillows, and it effectively erased all knowledge of the English language. But she spoke fluent <laughs> French, which was crazy. It even worked on the reader of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You guys said shit in three minutes. Full <laughs> <laughs> Because all she could manage in reply was a weak nod and a throaty groan. Her hand flew down to where their bodies met, her middle and ring finger flicking her clit with an urgency to match his hard thrust as he fucked her into the mattress. Did you like that? Sucking me off? God, yes. Again, she nodded, the memories from hours before flooding her mind, helping the heated coil in the pit of her stomach to tighten even more. You look so pretty like that, playing with yourself. So hot. Made me want to eat that pretty pussy again. Do I always get the best dialogue? Because I think so. Mother of God. In the lust-filled fog that clouded her brain, she swore he might be trying to kill her. Another moan ripped through her, louder, less shy. Fuck, you tasted so good. So fucking good. With another tilt of her hips, the angle changed again, a wet gas bubbling from her chest as she met his thrusts. Peter glanced down to where he was burying himself inside of her, cursing at the sight of her hands, messily toying with her clit. Peter, shit, I'm so close. Her expression twisted more, jaw slack. I know I'm Jay, he soothed. I can feel you, fuck, can feel you squeezing me. You're doing so well, baby. He was close too, she knew, with the way the rhythm of his thrust faltered, with the way he twitched inside of her. God, you're so fucking pretty. A broken record, she moaned. Her fingers on her heat worked faster, steadier. The hand in his hair, rough as it twisted and tugged his curls. The heat in her cunt was almost unbearable. Her muscles fluttering around him as everything built and built. Higher and higher. Yes, fuck, keep going. You like being good for me? He asked, echoing his question from earlier. The strain in his voice being too hot for its own good as he edged closer and closer to his release. He cursed, planting messy, sloppy kisses against her heated skin. Being my good girl? And that's all it took to have her coil snapping, waves of white-hot pleasure rolling over her body as she desperately thrust up to meet him. As her cunt throbbed and pulsed around him, she came, panting his name like it was some sort of prayer, unable to say anything else. Whoa! <laughs> and that was the longest stretch of this podcast. 
one person reading. Truly. <laughs> she comes because he's like, are you a good girl? She's like, people pleaser, likes to get straight A's. Like, what else? She's like, yes. I am a good person. <laughs> uh, I have good karma in life and I deserve this <laughs> orgasm. I put the grocery cart back in the corral. <laughs> I deserve all the happiness with you forever. <laughs> Peter was not far behind, and soon she felt him swell inside of her, his hips jolting, stilling as he came undone with a rough groan, holding her flush against him. Her body was still buzzing as she came back down, as the out-of-body experience of an earth-shattering orgasm ended. Before she could move, though, Peter surged forward, his lips stealing hers in a languid yet scorching kiss. Ooh, scorching. I like that. The only thing that I... I would either like to happen or I'm sad that it hasn't happened yet is that they would be like doing it upside down mm. and then turn into the upside down kiss. I know. Yeah, we have to. That's what the younger generation might not know if this is written about. Like the new. Yeah, the new Spider-Man. Yeah, right. It's my Spider-Man knowledge. Yeah. That's my Spider-Man. Yeah. Lindsay wants an upside down kiss more than <laughs> me and Danny even. Yes. She loves upside down kissing. <laughs> That's how she learned to kiss. She hasn't kissed right side up. Yeah. Hello, I do handstands. Of course I like upside down. It doesn't count. Jesus said it doesn't count if you're upside down. <laughs> <laughs> you bang upside down. I heard you're still a virgin. I learned that at Bible camp. <laughs> I'm still a virgin. Because <laughs> everything upside down. I've been banging, (laughs) pointing a different direction. It's like feng shui. Fuck shui. (laughs) Bang shui. Oh, stupid. And it broke, only so that they could finally breathe. Peter plopped down next to her to rest, and as both of their bodies began to cool down from tonight's marathon of events and the adrenaline began to fade, MJ remembered just how much alcohol she'd consumed in the past eight hours. The hungover ache tingled across her bones, her eyes feeling heavier with each blank as she glared at her popcorn ceiling. Oh, my grandparents used to have one of those. Oh, yeah. She had to get up eventually, but the more she reminded herself, the more her stomach twisted and turned at the thought of the night ending. MJ fought the tiredness, pushing herself up against her headboard while Peter inched closer, their bodies touching again. And if it weren't nearly five o'clock in the morning, she'd have been ready for round four. Oh, my God. Kids. Yeah. Yeah, the early 20s shenanigans. What are they, Fort Loco? How are they still doing this? <laughs> yeah, it was a cocaine bender. Eight Loco. <laughs> uh, eight Loco. Uh, he's got one in each limb. Eight Lokis. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's what it's called in the MCU? Four Loki. Uh-huh. Four Loki. Oh, man. <laughs> Peter shifted upward, clearing his throat as MJ turned to him. He gestured to the condom he'd pulled off and tied up. Hey, look at this. <laughs> look at what I did. <laughs> you made a balloon animal? You ever see one of these? Cool, huh? <laughs> this is a dog. What do you want? Uh- <laughs> it's a hat. <laughs> uh- he gestured to the condom he pulled off and tied up. She pointed her fingers in the direction of her trash can as he thanked her before hopping out of bed and waddling to the corner of the room. MJ couldn't help but giggle at the sight of his toned calves skipping across the floor. Oh, he's skipping. He's so happy that they just had sex. <laughs> Peter, scurry, what if he scurried like a little spider? He was like on the ceiling because he's got the finger, you know, he can yeah. walk on the <laughs> ceiling. Um, my trash can's on the floor, not the ceiling. You're in the wrong Weird. place. Peter turned to his side, his left arm hooked around her stomach as he pushed his face into the pillow, the side of his head burrowing in her side. 
She laughed at herself as if sitting up with good posture after getting meticulously railed would stop the sinking feeling in her heart that the night was fleeting. Muffled against the pillow, Peter admitted, this is nice. He held her tighter, her chest tightened. It is, she smiled, peeking at the way Peter's hair was bunched up and messy, astonished at the fingernail markings placed carefully in the valley between his shoulder blades and nervous that if she were to ask him to stay, he wouldn't. She stayed quiet after agreeing, only for Peter to add, I'm just resting my eyes real quick. MJ hummed sarcastically. Then I'll go home. And anger found itself in the pit of her stomach, pulling down at the end of her heart from hearing the very words she'd been expecting all along. How silly was it of her to feel shocked that a one-night stand was simply just what it was? I'm going to run to the restroom, MJ stated. Oh, she's going to text the poetry club right now. She's spiraling. For sure. And cuffs. And yeah. cuffs. <laughs> Peter murmured something incoherently, but MJ was too busy beelining to her toilet across the hall to ask him to repeat himself. With each movement, she was reminded roughly of how terrible her headache would be tomorrow, only to feel her jaw ache from smiling so damn much tonight. After washing her hands, MJ decided to splash her face, both to wake herself up from the post-sex haziness Peter had sent her in, and to remind herself that all this night wasn't just a silly little dream. It was strange how she'd found herself moping around at the counter of the bar, how Peter seemingly drew himself to her immediately, how the entire night escalated from a damn blowjob shot to a damn blowjob. <laughs> Yay. One deep breath later, and MJ found the inner courage to return to her room and say goodbye. As the door creaked open, she could already hear the faint snoring from the sheets that Peter had so graciously tucked himself into within the five minutes she'd been gone. She stood by her doorway for a moment, watching the glint from the weak streetlights and slowly brightening blue skies seeping through her window's cheap lines, watching the way her comforters rose and fell from Peter's breathing. His snoring became progressively louder as she approached him, slipping underneath the cover, shamelessly pleased at how Peter had kept himself naked just as she had. MJ poked Peter's nose, waking him up quickly. Oop. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> he asked without opening his eyes in the 20 seconds it took for mj to come up with a response she tried to envision the near future the morning after and the conversations that might occur would he say this meant nothing would he promise to call and just not hell did he even want to stay <laughs> did his legs fall asleep and he had no choice like what is happening here? <laughs> come on her silence apparently woke him up even more is everything okay he asked, finally opening his eyes and catching her gaze. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to tell you to, she inhaled one more time before finishing. Stay with me tonight. Atta girl. She caught him grin. And honestly, after watching the sweat glisten off his body tonight, this one smile was the most captivating. The one she was certain she'd remember forever. Because with that smile, he nodded softly and pressed a kiss against her shoulder like a promise. Mm. Wait, he said, eyebrows furrowed. Why'd you wake me up then? He chuckled and she rolled her eyes. Too tired to banter, she gently admitted, if I didn't tell you and you were gone in the morning when I woke up, then I'd be really, I don't know, pretty damn bummed. They stared at each other, both of them glowing, leaning forward toward each other to press one more kiss for good measure. She caught his eyelids drooping lower and lower. You should sleep, she offered. You sure? He asked. She nodded, only then noticing just how dark the circles around his eyes were. Not much time passed. 
until he was knocked out again. And MJ was certain that not much time would pass before he started snoring in her ear. Yet before she could reach that point, MJ felt sleepy herself. Her shoulders lost the weight of fearing that Peter would whisk himself away in the night. Her body felt significantly less tense after. And now her heart was thumping because Peter's arm moved to wrap around her, her body turning around to lean against his front. Their bodies were a puzzle piece, falling together just as perfectly as the night had gone. The next time she woke up, it was from her phone buzzing. Crust fell from the corner of her eyes and her head felt a billion times heavier than it should. But the moment she unlocked her phone, shock woke her up faster than caffeine because right in front of her eyes was a snapshot of her and Peter's clothes resting askew on her couch. Poetry Club from Fell. What's all this then with a kissy face? (gasps) So her roommate came back. Busted. The end. I'm waiting on the, the end. end. Is that it? The end. Yes. Yes. <sighs> the end. And the note says, the note at the bottom of the story says, thank you to our Lord and Savior, Megan the Stallion. Couldn't have done it without you. Wow. <laughs> Hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. Truly. Uh, so Fel came home and saw all of their clothes. Eee! And she, do we know that? We know they fell asleep in a puzzle piece. Oh, obviously he didn't leave. His clothes are there. He would have had to leave naked. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Happily ever after. Like all fairy tales. Truly. When the episode, when the series ends, check your underpants. Is your spider up or down? (laughs) I guess season ends, not the series. I was gonna. (laughs) Well, I guess it's a series too. Series, season, story, series, season. Wow. Up, obviously. Are there any other options? Up for this episode? Up for the story as a whole? What a great season. I love that. I mean, you know, is this relationship going to last forever? I don't know. Does it seem like they're in a good spot for the next 24 hours? Sure. (laughs) Sure. Um, But I I love love and I love that she's in love and I love that he could be in love and this one night stand could be a one soulmate forever. So, yeah, I'm here for it. The amount of thinking that she did and the amount of thinking he definitely was not doing (laughs) is drastic. (laughs) Not a thought in the mind. All he was thinking is like, I'm tired. (laughs) I need to like sleep off this shot. I love the like, his like eyelids are drooping and she's like, you should sleep. And he's like, are you sure? (laughs) Yeah. Like he had another plan in place. Yeah, right. Oh, my uh, spider is all the way up at the top of the water spout. I thought this was fantastic. I liked how they communicated. I liked how she could quiet her mind and say what she needed. And they both got off and enjoyed themselves. And I wish we could have cut to brunch with the Hotry Club. That's the like. Oh, I know. That's the sequel. I love a friend debrief, like a post hookup friend debrief. It's just. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Danny? My web is webbed. I loved this entire season. I think a relationship built on a blowjob shot is one that I know will stand the test of time as enduring as blowjob shots themselves. As long as people are taking blowjob shots from strangers in bars, these two will love eternal. And it was sexy. It was funny. There was sex everywhere. And, you know, in the span of eight hours is pretty crazy. I hope they have a bunch of water to rehydrate on. And I just, it was so much fun to read and follow along. I loved it. I loved the season, you guys. It was so fun. What a great way to finish the Marvel, mm-hmm. this span of Marvel series. I feel like we will definitely be back because how could we not? Right. Oh, for sure. What's the next big, there's White Knight is coming out now. Moon Knight. 
yeah. which is the Oscar Isaac one. Miss um, Marvel's oh, coming out. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is dropping soon. There's a lot of stuff going on. Wow. I don't think I want sex with Doctor Strange. Like, I don't care if you think Benedict Cumberbatch is sexy. Like, seems like a lot. Oh, God. Yeah, Strange is kind of a weirdo. <laughs> Seems like a lot of Kama Sutra. Yeah, I think it's all Kama Sutra. Spider-Man Homecoming, Spidey's MJS. We toasted you at the beginning. You came through in a big way, as big as Peter and MJ's cacophony of (laughs) orgasm. And that's what the story was, is a cacophony of orgasms. Thank you. Thank you. And then stay tuned. At the end of this episode, (laughs) you will hear a William Defoe impression and story. It's worth it. Hang in there. (laughs) It's why you come here. It's why you listen to the pod. And then next season, we will be out of the CUM and we will be into another fandom. So stay tuned. We haven't finalized what that will be yet, but we'll be back in several weeks. Yeah. With a new uh, story. Season 21. Oh, we can finally drink in the States. Oh, yeah. That's right. Legally. That's right. So, hey <laughs> Welcome to season 40 of Fangasm. Everything hurts a little, <laughs> but you feel like this is the decade that's going to be the best. Really come into your own. You've heard this season <laughs> of episodes is the mm-hmm. new thir- season 30. <laughs> um. <laughs> um If you're not a member of the Fanny Pack, now is a great time to become one, not only because there's 10,000 quickies on there, 400 million types of games, but we're going to be helping to bridge any gaps in the pod uh, with an episode there. And I I think we can confirm what the episode season is, the fandom. Yeah, two episodes, actually. We're going to do a two-part story, uh, Euphoria. So yeah, join our Patreon. It's Patreon forward slash Fangasm and become a dong. Like Danny said, lots and lots of good content. And then we're going to have two episodes that come out between seasons. So yeah. No dry spells. Same amount of sex as normal euphoria, but just like a little fun. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's an adult. Of course. <laughs> Sober. Yes. Okay, guys. Thanks for a great season. Thank you. We love you. We miss you. We'll see you on the other side. See you soon. Bye. Hi, Danny, Ellie, and Lindsay. This is Kristen Zitzow from Oklahoma City. Longtime listener, first time caller. Um, and I would like to do a Willem Dafoe impression for you guys from a line that he said in the first movie that I always thought was kind of weird. Um, and now it's just even more weird but awesome in this context. So here you have it. Can Spider-Man come out to play? <laughs> I can't tell if that's the Green Goblin. It actually kind of sounds like a tiger from Mr. Roberts. Uh, so anyway I'm embarrassed love you guys this podcast was awesome (laughs) goodbye and here is the email that Amy sent in about Willem Dafoe all right I don't have a cool voice memo but my cousin went to the same high school as Willem Dafoe Appleton East in Wisconsin and the urban legend is that he got kicked out of high school for filming a porn at the school so a he could totally say boot barn as well as the rest of us Midwesterners, don't you know? And B, he would probably love to do a guest appearance on the pod. Stay horny, Amy. Gosh, let's hope. Maybe we'll do an entire Willem Dafoe season. Stay tuned. 
For an extra dose of bonkers entertainment, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of unreleased content and bonus episodes featuring your favorite fandoms plus the ones we'd never dare to read on the pod. Head to patreon.com forward slash fangasm to get in on the action. For a regular hookup, make sure to subscribe to the show everywhere you listen. And if we've left you satisfied, ew, leave a five-star review or higher. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. And thanks to thousands of other listeners, the fun never sleeps over on our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack. Click the link in the show notes to join. Once you're in, (laughs) check out the 20-plus listener-led groups that cover everything from pets to pot to pen pals. 